Listener Production. The Aussie share market is hanging on to the smallest of gains this afternoon. And how did supermarket giant Coles do in their latest results? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 27th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, hello. Well, we've just held on. Looks like it anyway, mm. to the smallest of improvements today. Yeah, at the moment, up 10 points or about a tenth of 1% heading into the close. And it's quite interesting because for the past five of seven sessions, we finished with a nearly flat result. And this could be drawn to what we've seen from reporting season. So it's been fairly mixed so far. We've had 141 companies releasing results out of the top 200. And it's basically been a 50-50 split in terms of stocks that have been higher or lower on the day of releasing results. And then looking at it in terms of what analysts had predicted, we've seen this one split into three. So one third of the companies have beat expectations, another third missed expectations, and the rest were in line. So this could be why we've seen quite a flat result on the Aussie share market for some time now. Yeah, I think that's a a really good point. I mean, we're up for four straight days. So Mm, I guess technically a four-day winning streak, but (laughs) it feels like a stretch to even say that because over four days, we're up, you know, roughly half a percent. We've been closing in on record highs for a number of weeks, so it's not overly surprising that we are plateauing a bit. And of course, as you point out, we've had plenty of profit results released. But also in the next couple of days, we're going to have a lot of inflation data out in Australia and the US. Mm. And it seems like in the next 48 or so hours, there could be a little bit at stake as far as you know how markets might respond over the short term. Yeah, there'll be more than just company results driving what we see in markets. And of course, inflation and interest rates, all of those sorts of topics are at the forefront of what's been driving markets for quite a long time now. So things might heat up from here. Yeah. So let's look at different sectors because a little mixed today as far as what we're seeing across the market. So consumer staples, some of the best performers are up about 2% as a group. We've got tech companies also managing to stand out with a lift of more than 1%. But on the flip side, some declines are from the telcos, from utilities, property trust, uh, materials and healthcare as well. And importantly, we've seen a nice little bounce back from energy stocks after yesterday's steep declines. Now, let's look at some of today's individual movers. Supermarket giant Coles was out with its half-year results this morning. Sales revenue was up 3.7% to $22.2 billion. Cost of sales was also up, though, lifting by 7.2% to $16.6 billion. And net profit dropped by 8.4% to $589 million. So its results were broadly in line with expectations, but it did slightly beat on profit. So analysts had expected a bigger drop in their profit. Their performance was helped by a marketing campaign to bring greater value to its customers at a time when obviously cost of living is very much top of mind. They also mentioned that in the first eight weeks of the second half, supermarket sales revenue has grown by almost 5%. And this was underpinned by those value campaigns. So it's looking good going forward into the the second half. They also said that cost pressures though have held them back a little bit and that was likely to continue into the second half. But all in all, investors have responded quite positively with coal shares up in the order of around 5.5% as we speak. But at one point they were up around 7%, the biggest daily gain since before COVID. Yeah. And for those interested, you've recorded a video about Coles, which is on Instagram and YouTube as well. So feel free to check that out. Woodside Energy up about 1% today. It posted a 74% drop in profits for the year though, 
to about 1.66 billion US dollars. That's for the 12 months of December 2023. So obviously a massive drop, but it was widely expected because it already warned of this a couple of weeks ago. Its shares already responded to that with a fall of about 3% on the day. And this is after it flagged a $1.5 billion impairment charge. So basically reducing the value of the natural gas fields in the US. It acquired this during a merger with BHP's energy assets. And of course, also a 30% drop in oil and gas price is not really helpful. So with a drop in profits, a much smaller dividend, still paying one out though, 60 US cents per share on the 4th of April to those who are eligible. That compares to about $1.44 US 12 months earlier. John's Link Group, which is an Australian business services provider, they've been performing worst on the top 200 today after releasing pretty disappointing half-year results. So this is a bit of an odd one, actually, because they actually had a pretty solid outlook. They upgraded revenue and earnings forecasts on the expectation that they'll get more work from catastrophic weather events. And this is usually what investors pay more attention to, those forward-looking statements rather than looking back at how they've done. But it seems investors were more focused on its performance in the six months to December. So they did post a 4% fall in sales revenue and profit fell by 7.3% to $23.4 million. So Johnsling Group down 13% today. Yeah, one of the standouts today, Reese, up about 18%. This is a plumbing materials company and it released its half-year results. It posted a 2.5% jump in revenues to about $4.5 billion Aussie dollars. That growth actually coming mostly in its Aussie business, but the US operations, which are almost as large these days, were pretty much flat, but that was in US dollars. So it actually benefited from movements in foreign exchange and that provided a little bit of a boost in its results. It also declared an eight cent dividend, which is flat on last year. A company working on cancer treatments, Telix Pharmaceuticals, was in the spotlight today. They announced they'll be buying a specialty diagnostics and therapeutic company called Isotherapeutics, which is based in Texas. So the goal is, of course, to grow its business. So the acquisition will give Telix the opportunity to expand its manufacturing capabilities. They can more easily scale up production of its products or even come up with new products more easily. And it will, of course, bring in the talent from that business as well. So upfront, Telix will pay $8 million. They'll then follow this with some performance-related installments of $5 million, and they'll also share their revenue for two years as well. So on this news, Telix was the fourth best performer today, up around 7%. Something close to my heart, childcare cost um, was in focus today from G8 Education, which owns a number of childcare centres. 11% higher today. It posted a 9% lift in revenue for the year, a 53% jump in profits to about $56 million. It's better managed its cost. It is doing some work in improving employee retention, which I can tell you for childcare centers can always be quite difficult to do, quite a high turnover in, in many childcare centers. Uh, they also sold nine childcare centers, which were underperforming financially. And they've also raised fees by almost 5%. This is last month to pass on costs. So they'll be paying out a small dividend of three cents per share, but certainly G8 jumping aggressively today. Why don't we look ahead from here? Because as we mentioned, it's going to get a little bit more beefy going forward. So tonight? Exactly. I mean, tonight there are a handful of things out of the United States, um, maybe not the market moving variety, but we'll still get an update on how you know confident consumers are. This is a survey for the month of February. We'll also get an update on property prices in the US in December, and then another on durable goods orders for the month of January. And this is you know some of those longer lasting assets, I guess, that businesses are buying, which can give us an idea of 
how they're feeling about things. Then tomorrow here in Australia, we'll get more results from the likes of Flight Centre, Wally, Perpetual and Steadfast and the beefy stuff that I was talking about, monthly CPI. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff, isn't it? This is because um, the inflation report tomorrow in Australia is going to be critical or could be for what happens potentially over markets over the short term because of what it could mean for interest rates and you know what the expectations might be about interest rate cuts potentially. So this is for the month of January. The expectation in markets is that we could see annual inflation lifting from 3.4%, which was over the 12 months to December, to 3.6% or so for the 12 months to Jan. So keep a close eye on that. We also have plenty of companies trading ex-dividend tomorrow too, which could be a little bit of a weight on markets. So stocks like Telstra, Woolies, Fortescue Metals, some of the, the bigger names that are expected to trade ex. Exactly right. So, so much to look forward to as usual. On that note, have a lovely night, everyone, and we'll chat again tomorrow. See you, everyone. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.